Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thank you for stopping by. Let's talk about stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all grow together. Welcome back to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff, and thank you for tuning in for episode number 35. Uh, you know, we've got a bunch of stuff going on in the markets, as we always do. We've got uh, Omicron uh, now in the U.S. We've got some uh, divergence between what stocks are taking off and which ones are uh, on a bit of a pullback and a very tumultuous market out there. We've had, uh, you know, big, big days with uh, massive gains. We've had days with big losses and we've had mixed days that have started positive. And then gone way south very fast on uh, either Fed news or some of the different uh, variants in the uh, the COVID virus. Uh, so, you know, with that being said, we've got a bunch of different opportunities presenting themselves. We've been looking at the growth stocks. We've been watching them drop hard. Uh, there have been some some bad reports and some bad uh, results from some of the quarters on some of these companies. And there's also just been sell-offs for the fact that, uh, you know, growth is getting to be a little bit higher priced. And we are, are seeing a little bit of that, of that pullback. And, uh, you know, when you have higher rates, it makes these growth stocks a little less uh, valuable. It makes it harder for them to make money. So, you know, when I'm looking at that right now, I'm seeing a bunch of different names that we follow that are, uh, you know, getting beat up, uh, you know. For example, we've got Alibaba down at 121. Uh, you know, that one was probably around 200 at the start of the year. DraftKings down to 31. And, uh, you know, Neo, AI, C3 AI, um, all down. ABML getting destroyed at $1.11. Uh, Lemonade getting that, that pullback. All of these growth names are going through a lot of uh, problems right now. Um, you know, and one common thread that I've seen through all of these is, well, maybe not Alibaba or uh, some, a couple couple outliers in this group, but uh, a lot of them are companies that are growth that are not yet profitable. And that means they need to borrow money if they don't have a bunch of cash on the balance sheet to uh, survive these downturns and these higher rates. Uh, so they are getting punished. And while they are getting punished, the large caps that have, uh, you know, enough cash to weather the storm are really, you know, shining and doing better in uh, in the charts right now. Uh, and like I said, Alibaba is a bit of an outlier because they make a good amount of money and, uh, you know, they're just tied to China and that is causing this massive sell off there. Uh, also tough for Neo right now. They reported pretty good numbers uh, up. Vehicle sales were up uh, 105 0.6% year over year. Uh, granted, you know, that, that number might be a little bit skewed because as a, as a smaller company and starting out, you know, obviously their, their end goal is to make more vehicles and, you know, production is going to increase as the company gets larger, more orders, this, that, the other, uh, kind of, kind of the equivalent of saying, you know, my, my three-year-old walks better than my one-year-old. It's, you know, kind of comparing apples to oranges, in, in a sense, you know, you know, you're not going to make a hundred thousand vehicles your first year. Obviously that's the, 
the path that they wanted to get to, but uh, they delivered 80,940 vehicles year to date in 21. So that's definitely a good sign. They're going in the right direction. Um, you know, if they weren't, we would definitely see a big sell off. But, uh, you know, down at 35.77, this is certainly one that we're going to get. Uh, hopefully, we don't get too close to that, uh, that low of 31, but I, I think we're already uh, going to test that number and hopefully hold up from there. So I am looking at a, a buy price point of around sub 33. I think this is going to be a good one to load up on if you are fine with the risk of the, uh, the China problems that are still out there and that we're still facing. So I think that previous support of that uh, or the previous high in support of the, the 31 level is going to be one that we need to hold. I don't think we're going to go south of that. Uh, it's, it's held that number before and hopefully it continues to hold that number. And they have some other catalysts that are coming up that are going to be on the, uh, the up and up for the company and the fact that they're delivering more vehicles and making more money and uh, expanding in Europe and uh, Norway, Finland, I think there are talks of uh, Germany and uh, and a couple others in the next year or two. So that uh, definitely is going to help the situation there. Um, but yeah, like I said, they've, they've got more battery chargers in China. They're doing uh, you know leaps and bounds there, and they are also trying to get those the, the battery swap stations uh, in Europe as well. So we've we've got a lot of different catalysts. And uh, hopefully, once we get out of this uh, Chinese tension in the market, we will certainly see a takeoff of this. And hopefully, we can retest those 60 levels and, you know, maybe break out to a new high if, uh, if all the stars align. That's, that's certainly where I see it. Um, but yes, sub, sub 33, I think, is a good buy point on this one. And uh, that's definitely a spot that I might have to do a little bit more buying. Uh, like I've said before, it's already a pretty decent position size for me. Uh, I am down on this one. I do think it could be worth an ad as a, uh, a turnaround. And, uh, you know, there are some other turnaround plays out there in the, in the cruise lines and some of the hotels and travel stocks. I think if they get beat up uh, bad enough on some of this variant news that they could be a good play. Um, you know, air travel is going to be tough. Uh, I still think they're, they're going to have a, uh, a tough road ahead. And some of the domestic airlines might do a bit better in this environment. Uh, because they're still going to have, uh, you know, the, the local travel, like uh, Alaska Air is one that has come across that I've seen that's been doing pretty well. And, uh, you know, their, their numbers look pretty decent. So maybe take a look there if you want that type of turnaround play. Uh, but uh, past that, I mean, you know, the, the, the big large cap techs are going to be the ones that are going to keep on going forward. I think a lot of people are still putting money into those. And we've definitely seen that in the charts also. Like I said, there's this big divergence between growth stocks um, that are unprofitable and the stocks that are still providing growth while turning a profit and they have cash on the balance sheet. But, uh, you know, when we're looking at stocks that are these growth stocks, we want to make sure a couple things so that we know that our growth stocks are going to continue to make money and not turn into penny stock dud plays that we really want to try to avoid. So when we're looking at these growth stocks, we want to make sure that we have an increasing revenue. We want to make sure that bottom line is uh, that total profit is increasing. You don't want to have a, a losing stream of income on these names because they need that money to further their growth. And if they have a couple bad quarters, it could be a sign 
to uh, get out of them, even if it is at a loss. You certainly need to watch them as they can certainly turn negative very quickly and you can lose a lot, especially in some of the high uh, price to sales stocks. Anything over a 10 price to sales, you really need to look at and you, you need to do a lot of digging. There's, there's a lot to unwrap there and make sure that you're in a safe name that is going the way that you want, that has that long-term outlook to go where you want it to. Uh, you know, if you, if you have money tied up in these names, obviously it's not for a slow growth play. Uh, sometimes it is going to take a while, even like Tesla took four or five years to really get to that point where they're profitable. But uh, if you really followed Tesla and you were a Tesla bull and you really believed in them, then, you know, it, it's not surprising to see that they are turning a profit and they're making more vehicles at a better margin than what they were. So take all that into account when you're looking at some of the growth names. You want to make sure that things are trending right, that the management team has a good handle on what they are doing. And, uh, you know, basically check the numbers, check them again, and then make sure that management is, is following through on what their plans are and that there's not any major hiccups in that uh, path to success that they're looking to make. And, you know, that's really what I, I tend to look for is that growth. The, uh, the margins are increasing and that you have the, uh, that track towards uh, that profitability. And, um, you know, when I'm saying that, that's, that's going to be all, the, all those names that I talked about earlier that are at a, uh, a loss right now. You really want to go through them and make sure that they are going to have that path that is going to get you, uh, you know, those, those higher growth returns that you're looking for. Because uh, if not, you could certainly play a lot of a safer play in, uh, you know, the names like PayPal that is profitable, but is getting beat up. That one is certainly one that I've talked about before that could certainly turn around and have a bright future in front of them. They, they're uh, well positioned and they're, they're getting beat up for uh, a lot of the different things in the market that aren't necessarily just PayPal problems. So that's one that I'm watching. I'm still watching SoFi. Uh, that one down at 1620. Uh, I did start doing a little bit of nibbling there. I uh, did buy some Visa, did buy some PayPal. And, uh, you know, like, like I've said, those are going to be the ones that are profitable, that are getting punished on some of the other concerns in the market. And, uh, you know, I will add to those on dips. And I have started adding and I will continue to do so uh, through some of these downturns. Uh, even names like Disney, Disney down to 146. I'm just looking through my uh, sheet here. That's certainly one that is going to be uh, getting to that value territory. And uh, I don't think it's going to stay there for long. I, I think it's gotten pulled down on some of the, the bad news on uh, bad results on Disney Plus, And then some of the, the travel with the, the COVID variants have certainly heard it. But uh, I mean, the people that I've talked to that have been down to Disney have said that the, the parks are crowded. And it's hard to get a room, hard to get a reservation at uh, at the restaurants. They're they're fully booked and swamped, and uh, you know, I mean, that's definitely a good sign. So I I think the uh, travel there will do well, and I think you know the the movie and entertainment business is is not going away, even though that the uh, the Disney Plus was uh, at a bit of a loss uh, or slower growth than what they had anticipated. So take a look at all those, and uh, as far as your growth plays. Just I, I would say let them let them fall until you know they're until we see the whole group rebound. I think we're going to have a tough time, but.
But if you have uh, these these high growth names start rebounding and come up about 10 points, 10%, that could definitely signal that turnaround. And yes, you might lose that 10% uh, of where you might be able to buy, but I would like to see that whole group turn around and signal that it's going to be a, a a good time to buy before you, uh, you know, I, I hate to buy on the way down. I, I'd like to buy as it starts to turn the corner on some of these growth names. If you can average down in some of your large cap, that's definitely a good spot to do so on even on a little bit of a downturn. But on the the high growth names, sometimes we, we don't really know where they're going to drop. Oftentimes they're 30 or 40 percent. Uh, so definitely take that into account where some of the larger names, they're more, you know, Apple's typically a 15% peak to trough of their highs to their lows before you can restart purchasing them. Uh, but the, the growth stocks will vary significantly in the amount that they will fall before they start rising again. So definitely take a look at that. And But before you buy them, make sure all those numbers look good. That's definitely something that you want to know. And these aren't going to just be the next dud, the next penny stock. And, you know, there, there's a lot of names out there, you know, Beyond Meats really fallen, Smile Direct, Tattooed Chef. They're, they're, they've all fallen really heavy. We just don't want to have those stocks uh, become the next big failure in our portfolio. So make sure you're looking at the numbers and, uh, you know, not just following uh, some uh, analyst research or, or anything else. Definitely take a look at it yourself and make sure that the, the numbers look good to you and they're on a path to growth and success. But uh, we're going to go to a quick break and we will be right back. We are back. And uh, I just recorded this whole thing and I was not plugged into the mic. So I'm going to do this again. Uh, we had a very, very busy Friday. Uh, a lot of different things going on. We started off negative. We got more negative and then we got just ridiculously negative. So what happened? Um, we had DD, the Chinese ride hailing company, uh, similar, you know, Chinese Uber, if you will, uh, get delisted from the New York Stock Exchange. The Chinese government pushed them into delisting months after they um, actually just just listed on the New York Stock Exchange, and now they're delisting. They were told that they were non-compliant. Uh, you know, a bunch of different things going on, and they basically got forced out and forced back to the Hong Kong exchange. A lot of different fears here. Uh, first fear, you know, if you own DD stock, you're, you're getting beat up really, really bad. So sorry if you own that one. You know, Jim Cramer told everyone to buy it two months ago, and, uh, you know, he's, he's not apologizing, but I, I'm sorry for you. So uh, that being said, I don't really think we're going to see a lot of new uh, IPOs coming to the New York Stock Exchange from the, the Chinese uh, market. Uh, so that also has a little bit more down uh, downturn on the stocks that are already here. Uh, you know, I'm thinking Neo, Alibaba, Baidu, uh, Li Auto, you know, a bunch, bunch of the other companies that are already here. Uh, they all sold off heavy. And, you know, I think we were down 8, 10, 12% on, on a lot of those names. Uh, so right now, I think NEO is okay. I'm not saying it's great, uh, but I'm saying that they were deemed compliant. I believe Alibaba was deemed compliant as well after all the Jack Ma problems. 
Uh, right now, they look okay. That doesn't mean that they're going to stay that way. You know, the, the Chinese government is basically uh, telling their people what to do. And if they don't follow suit, they're going to have more sanctions, more problems, more, you know, they're, they're going to shut them down or find a reason to, to not uh, not let them operate. So we're, we're at, a, at a loss there, you know. Uh, for me, I, I did buy a little bit on that dip. I told you guys on Thursday, and here it is Saturday, that I was looking to buy sub 32. It got there. So I went ahead and bought. The fears are still there. We already knew that DD was going to be a problem. This has been talked about for a while. Um, so I went ahead and bought at that 31 level. And, you know, I, I know that there's potential problems. I know that there's fears out there. I know that this could go worse. It could get into the, the 20s. Um, holding my breath that it doesn't. I really don't want to see that. But uh, if it does, you know, we, we certainly have to take a look at, at all the other circumstances out there. But, you know, for me at this point, I, I think it is a solid company with uh, solid plans for growth uh, and a lot of other things going well for it. So I went ahead and purchased. I, I know that it's risky. And uh, I'm not saying to follow me on this one. It's just something that I did personally. I uh, still have not not bought any more Alibaba. Same same situation. You know, they, they have sold off heavily, heavily, heavily. But for me, I don't want to add to that one. I really like where um, Neo is in the EV space. And if I were going to buy Alibaba, I would at this point I'd rather have the money in Amazon. I really don't want too much more exposure. Um, so that's, that's what I'm looking to do. Uh, we also had, uh, unemployment numbers come out and they were very light. We were looking for 546,000 new jobs and we got 210,000 new jobs. Um, so that, uh, it did drop the unemployment rate from 4.6 to 4.2. So, uh, that is a good thing for the, for the country. We did have, uh, you know, that 210,000. 10,000 people find a, a new job in November. Uh, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to help supply chain. It's going to help the labor sh uh, shortage. It's going to help tax revenue for the government. It's going to help a lot of different things. People's psychology of just getting a job, getting back to work. Uh, if they were afraid of uh, COVID or, you know, whatever the reason was for not being in employed, they are starting to fill some of these jobs. Granted, it was a lot less than what we were looking for and uh, a lot less from where we were in October. Uh, no, it was, we were looking for 573. Sorry, 573,000 we were looking for was the estimate. 546 was the number from October. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, much lower than anticipated. And that definitely sent some shockwaves through the market also. Um you know, I, I guess they wanted to see that trend still going up and have more people back in the workplace for all those reasons I just said. Uh, then we had the uh, Fed also uh, pivot a little bit more and say that they might start doing the inflation, you know, changing rates as the uh, the taper goes on. They at first were going to do the taper and then change rates, but now it might be simultaneous. Uh, and that was the third leg of the sell-off on Friday, which, you know, was, uh, you know, every, every time I looked, it, it was just getting worse, 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 worse. Um, so 
one thing that I commonly hear uh, from a lot of people is, you know, don't do anything. Don't look at your portfolio. If it's red, you know, you're not doing anything with it. Don't touch it. But for me, even if I'm not buying, I, I don't really mind seeing the red. Uh, I want to see what is at a value. What is dropping? What can I capitalize on here? Um, and those things were still growth plays. Uh, I, so I did do a little bit of selling. I sold completely out of my Exxon position. Um, so that is gone. That one was more or less a park some cash and let the dividends roll in from that Exxon investment. Um, I still have plays in Chevron and Marathon Petroleum, MPC and CVX. Uh, so I'm still in the oil space and in those two names. Um, but I am out of Exxon. So I am taking that money and I'm going discount shopping. Where am I looking to put some of this money? Um, well, first off, what did we buy uh, Thursday, Friday? We, we got some Neo. We got SoFi, Disney, Facebook, Enbridge, uh, Lemonade. Oh, no, I sold uh, Matterport. And what do we got? PayPal, Visa, and more Matterport. Yeah, a lot of Matterport I was trying to add. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can see where I'm, where I'm at here. I'm looking at all these growth names. Uh, the Neo, I was trying to, to add on that. And, you know, a lot of different ways I'm, I'm looking to position for some of these drops. You know, Disney in the 140s. Uh, Facebook, I got near 300. Um, you know, and a lot of them I was just Doing some dip buying. Enbridge, I bought. Uh, they have been getting beat down also. I was looking to rotate some of the money from Exxon. Oh, I also have Enbridge. Uh, into Enbridge. I already had a position there. I was adding to this one. Canadian Pipeline Company. Uh, they've gotten beat down. They've treated me very well over the past couple of years that I've owned it. And uh, I wanted to add to this one to get some of those dividends back in from Exxon. Want rather be in the, the midstream. So I was looking there and then on the open orders, I still have uh, open orders for this coming week. Uh, more Matterport, uh, ABML, DraftKings, Salesforce, CrowdStrike. Uh, CrowdStrike, I am trying to hit pretty heavy. It is a smaller position for me. And, uh, you know, looking at some of the growth rates on it, they have come down a bit. And I, you know, you generally anticipate that these companies can't grow at 100% every quarter for the, you know, the foreseeable future. Uh, so this one, the, the growth rates have dropped off on the revenue a bit. They were in the 90s for a couple quarters, dropped down to the 80s. This most recent quarter was a 60% uh, return. And, you know, I, I did a little bit of evaluation on it with a 50% more of a discount. And going forward, uh, I I had it in the in the mid one 170s and 180s was a good place to start buying. Uh, and like I said, I, I have done some buying on this one, um, but now I'm I'm getting pretty serious on this one. So it's one that I really want to add to. I'm I'm really a believer in the company. They they had some, uh, I believe it was a Forbes article that they were the number one in the the cybersecurity uh, plays. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's one that I really want to add to in this dip, I think is going to be a good time. It is an expensive stock. Uh, it does trade at that valuation, but uh, I think a lot of that is justified based on their performance and uh, and the field that they're in. So I'm, I'm looking to add to that one heavy. And like the other ones, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of nibbling here and there. Um, so that's what I'm looking to do in this in this downturn. And 
you know, we, we, you know, being in my mid thirties, that's, that's where I'm at, you know, talking, uh, to my dad, uh, you know, he wants to add dividend plays throughout this, but it's really hard to find, uh, some good dividend plays that are trading at a discount as the Dow has been, um, holding up a lot stronger. Now, when you look at that, uh, there, there are different names, you know, you got some banks, you got some, uh, I think BMO, uh, Canadian bank just up their dividend about 25%. I think, still think the banks might be a good, good way to go. Um, but you know, there, you got Dow chemical, you, you got, uh, Verizon, you got all those names that are still giving you a good div- dividend, uh, that can weather some of this storm and the fact that they don't have as much exposure to international, um, well, some of them don't, don't have any ties to China. That's going to help them. And, you know, the ones that don't have a remarkably high payroll, uh, you know, some of the pharmaceutical companies have higher payroll than say a target. Um, so, you know, look, look at those companies and, and see where, you know, they might fit. If you're closer to that retirement age, if you want to look into some, some of those names that are falling a little bit less, you know, it still might be a buy for you. Depends on what you're looking to add to and where you're looking to deploy some of that capital. But I, I really do think it is time to start sharpening that pencil, uh, figure out what you want to buy now. It is, it's getting there. And I mean, like I said, I am buying and I'm starting to buy heavier. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I think for a lot of other people, if you don't have a position in some of these, uh, for me, it's time. It's, it's just getting there. And with uh, that further sell-off, that could come from uh, some of the end of year trading and some of those hedge funds and, and big banks selling off. Uh, I think we we could definitely see some some really good buying opportunities. So please be uh, don't be afraid to look. It certainly makes sense to do your homework now while you have the time and while things are still going down. Uh, and like I said, set those limits low and be realistic about where you want to buy them for the long term. And uh, I think those some of those prices might come your way and uh, you, you can definitely get some values out there. But um, yeah, so we had, what else do we have? We had the, the Fed talk about pushing, kicking the can down the road a little bit more to, uh, you know, put the, uh, the budget out to February, I believe now at this point. So that, that little bit of a fear has been kicked down the road a bit more and uh, a bunch of different things going on there. And then in the crypto world, we had this flash crash uh, Saturday morning, and that uh, definitely sent some ripples through the market also. Um, so, you know, I think Bitcoin got uh, down into the, the lower 40s now, which uh, it had been trading in that range of uh, 55 to 58,000, and then it just fell apart. Uh, right now, we are at 49,000. Uh, so we're up on on the day, but we did get down to, let me see. Um, I got to look at the one day. We were, we were probably down 44-ish. Kind of hard to tell from this chart on my phone. Where are we? Um, yeah, I see some 44s there. So we, we hit 44.7 uh, before rocketing, you know, we, big drop, and then we're slowly climbing back up. Uh, but that definitely was not a good sign for me. Ethereum held up a good bit better. Uh, we we traded uh, traded down. We, uh, you know, 
I guess when I woke up, I didn't see how bad it did get, but it did get down to 3,600. Um, I saw so when I woke up, I saw it at 3,900 and, uh, I did do some buying on Ethereum. I once again, traded out, uh, at 4450 and then did some buying at 3,900 as, uh, the volumes were coming back up and that price was, was coming back through that, uh, that low that we had. So I did do some buying there from stable coins and, uh, added to that Ethereum pri- uh, holding that I have. So now I have more Ethereum and, you know, I still spent the same amount of money to do it. So ultimately that's what I'm looking to do is hold more Ethereum, uh, hold some more Bitcoin through all this. And at the end of the day, I think that is going to serve me well. I'm just trying to accumulate as much as I can. So I'm doing a little bit of trading around, uh, some of the cryptos. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's also a good time to be watching to buy on those dips as well. Uh, you can definitely see that range where they have been trading and, you know, like Ethereum, we, we were testing that 3,900 level. That's really what I was watching. And we, you know, we're getting up to that 46, 4,700 level. So if I can sell out at those higher prices and rotate down and buy it when it drops, uh, that's what I'm going to do. And this market, the stock market is drastically influencing the price of Ethereum. So if I can do, uh, you know, a 15% swap on that in a week, I'm, I'm going to do that and get, uh, you know, more Ethereum for my dollar. So that's what I'm doing. There are massive amounts of stocks hitting new lows. There are, you know, a lot of those gross stocks are still just continuing to get punished. So take a look at the names that you like, see what uh, options you have out there and, you know, sharpen that pencil and be ready for these, these sell-offs. Um, you know, like I said, I've already got my limits set for next week. I will check it Monday morning and make sure that they haven't gone below that. And if they do, I will lower my limit and, uh, you know, ultimately try to get more shares for the same amount of uh, money there as well. So that's what I'm looking to do. Hopefully this helps you guys. And uh, hopefully we can uh, let it grow together. Thank you for stopping by. Please feel free to uh, join the Facebook group, uh, Let It Grow Investing on Facebook. And we have the uh, links in the description for uh, both stock market trading and um, the crypto trading. The Webull link, uh, there are some some really good deals on Webull right now. I think you get six free shares worth between 300, three and $300 when you sign up. Uh, and then when you deposit, uh, $100, I believe you get an additional share. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and check that out. And there are, um, you know, all the, all the links right in the description. So thank you for stopping by and I will catch you in the next one. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our Anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.